With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello, everyone. This is the second pre-tape show for August 19th. Janet Richmond here. Happy to be doing this. Excited about going away. I have a great trip coming up. Lots, lots going on in the trip. Because they're pre-tape, you're unable to call in, but you certainly can write me. You can email me. Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Have any questions, comments, worries, uh, concerns, um, requests for healing? It would be just wonderful to get some healing requests in so that when I get back and I'm doing the show again, we can absolutely start to get to some individuals that may have issues or problems. As you know, no matter what we do, the higher selves have opened this up to global help. So I'm imagining that's pretty much where it's going to go, even with an individual. You will get the personal focus, but every single person listening, past, present, and future, and most likely, we haven't gone there yet, but I'm thinking everybody around the world, around the globe, will also get some benefit. In any case, the next personal healing I have, I am going to include yet another piece of astral energy that will uh, information that will not be coming out in these three pre-tape shows because that is related specifically to individuals. So that will the next healing I get, you'll get that information. But if I don't get healings for a while, it, it won't come out for a while. So maybe that can convince you guys to write me and ask for a healing. Now there's a delay because I won't be back, but the first one I'll do when I get back, I believe, is on the 2nd or 3rd of September. And I'll be doing one the following week. The following week after that, I'll probably have a dark week because I'll be leaving for my daughter's wedding in Costa Rica. Because this is pre-taped, I do not have any feedback on last week's show, which was on religious discrimination. As I've mentioned, that I'm doing three shows in a row about bias and prejudice and what goes on around the globe. And I chose three topics, religion, race, and sexual orientation. We did religion last week, and today I'm going to do race, and next time it'll be sexual orientation. Somebody may listen to the one on religion and say, oh, what about this issue? She didn't mention it. And you can write me and say, hey, what about this issue? You didn't mention it. I've run into it in my life, or it's personal to me, or whatever. How about? Nobody be shy. Please reach out, because these things are complex. You guys know that. There's so many complexities to all of our issues, all of the patterns, all of the processes that are going on around the world and within each soul. So it takes more than one go. You know, it's equally weird if we went to the gym to get in shape physically, thinking, oh, we can do it in one go, one visit to the gym, and we're going to be just in shape. You know, that's 
magical thinking, and it's magical thinking, too, to think that we can deal with these huge issues in one go. So the good news is that everything we deal with gets neutralized permanently. It is permanent. So then when we go back in to to do it, we're getting new stuff, more stuff, more of the baggage. We're digging deeper, which will mean more shifts, more changes, more growth, more evolvement, more unfoldment. <laughs> it's, it's only great, and the show is the opportunity. And I don't plan on stopping the show. I plan to go the rest of the year. I plan to go into next year. You know, we have a lot of unfolding to do, you guys and me together. So I invite you to, to be active participants in your own healing and in the show. Three weeks ago now, uh, I did my first show introducing a bit of the astral. Then last week on the 12th, I did bring in a little bit more of the astral. Today, I'm going to bring in some more. Um, It's going to be similar on the similar theme. Now, again, and I'm going to say this in in the beginning of each astral show, I am not here to tell anyone what you need to believe or that you need to believe what I say. I know the higher self astral information does not necessarily dovetail with everything that is out there. And I'm just presenting the material. It's up to you to be discerning, you to figure out, is it something you can live with? Is it logical? Is it illogical? Where does it fit? What do you think about it? I'm just presenting the material. Well, now again, the force fields of energy around are woven around any given planet. This is a quote from the higher selves, based on the projection of thought energy placed there by the humanities living on the planet from the very first of the humanities. I don't know if any of you have watched that show. I think it's on PBS. It's um, part of the nature series i think or maybe it's national geographic i don't know but it was called first peoples it was fascinating guys if you get a chance to look at it it really shows how humanity evolved and it's done so much of it is done with dna because they found these old things and they're able to put together the dna of some of these very very old uh remains they found that, that, we, that all of us carry between 1.5% to 3%, for example, Neanderthal genes. How about them apples? They start to realize that the more modern humans, humans actually mated with the Neanderthals, and their offspring, of course, carries the Neanderthal genes. So even though the Neanderthals eventually died out, we're still carrying some of their genes. And it's way more than that. It was over five or six nights. I was glued. Of course, I studied anthropology in college. It was my major, so that is my natural interest. I have a lot of interest in it. And boy, they they know a heck of a lot more than when I studied. So it was fascinating to get a huge amount of updates, but it was really great. I think you guys could get a lot out of it. And it dovetails with a lot of what I talk about with human evolution. So there you have it. (laughs) Okay, so I'm not going to recap the show, the first show on the astral. I recapped it last week, but I'm going to talk more about the astral truths. Remember last week I talked about the astral truths, and this is a higher self quote. They say, contained within the astral are solidified truths. 
they're fixed as an absolute and those who tap into that are accessing that absolute truth and bringing it back within their own etheric bodies as an absolute truth. So I talked about the solidified thought forms. They're, they're, they're altered realities or energy identities that have crystallized to the point over time on the planet, any planet that houses humanities, this happens to, and they, the higher selves call them absolute truths. Now, I'm not going to repeat all of that from last time, but I do want to briefly discuss the idea of truth because it's confusing out there now. And I also have a big chapter, big section on truth, or it's not a chapter, it's a, it's a chapter um, on my new book because it is so important, but I'm going to give you a little bit. Um, the higher self say, even at the highest level, the very, very highest level of the originating source, truth doesn't exist because from moment to moment to moment, what is seen as truth evolves and grows and experiences and becomes an ever-evolving truth. So bottom line, there's my truth, what's truth for me, there's your truth, what's truth for you, but there is not the truth. Truth is something that is contained at each frequency level, and the higher you go in the frequency levels of thought, you get higher and higher levels of quote-unquote truth. So truth is ever becoming, ever evolving. And as humanities, we are moving through reaching and, and taking in higher and higher and higher levels of truth and moving into higher and higher levels of awareness. Now, of course, in the astral, there are various things that the higher self said we could view as solidified truths. And it simply means that the astral energies around these truths are so intensified, they're perceived as hard facts. And I talked about this last time. The belief in these truths is so powerful, they become absolute and unquestionable. And I talked about a few of them last week, and I'm not going to repeat them here, but these absolute truths are things we just don't question. We do not look at. And if we have a little ounce of doubt that comes up, guess what? We squash it down because how can we go there? These absolute truths are absolute. They're facts. So, but what I want to talk about this time is how these astral truths are part of our journey to awareness. So, now, as the individuals upon this planet, every planet open to higher and higher levels of understanding, or again, higher and higher levels of thought, many times you and I and all the humanities come face to face with these solidified truths. And these solidified truths are, pertain to every philosophy, every religion, and I mentioned these last week because we were dealing with religion, and every process that has gone into the uh, idea of philosophical seeking and searching. And that's been a big part of all of our journeys at all levels at all times in the humanities. So every single philosophy, regardless of the level uh, 
that it's on lives within the astral earth as a very real, a very solidified and unquestionable truth. Now, as individuals awaken to higher and higher concepts, they will reach and often lock into whatever truths, the philosophy or belief systems they're processing at the time, they lock into them. And it's because these these truths in the astral are so powerful, it constantly is reinforcing whatever truth we carry, whatever belief system, whatever anything we carry. And they're so entrenched, they're so foundational, it makes it harder for the seeker and searcher to get past them. Now, I talked about that a little bit last time, too. So, it's difficult for all of us to disengage from these powerful truths. But as awakening continues, and as individuals start little by little, baby step by step, baby step, step to question these entrenched truths, you know, it can be hard. There can be confusion. There can be unease. There can be frustration. There can be anxiety. There can be huge amounts of self-doubt, uh, questioning of the self. Oh, my gosh. But this is such an important activity, guys. And it's the heart of the evolutionary process for all humans. Every single one of us. Because each of us, each individual, in order to expand and grow and move up that awareness level, we need to, to look at these truths and become discerning to figure out what works for us and what doesn't. So, as the soul continues to move up the human evolutionary ladder the ideas of truth will continue to expand. Now, it may be you move into one higher frequency level of truth per life. Maybe it takes 10 lives to move up one, or maybe you do 100 in one life. Every soul would be on its own journey, would be moving in its own time frame and dealing with it in its own, in its own way. There, as I've said before, there's no stopwatch, guys, and there's no prizes. Well, you got here first, or you got here fifth, and all the rest are last. You know, there's none of that. Every soul takes eons and eons and eons of time. There's no prize at the end. There's no prize because time is infinite and, and evolution is infinite. It never ends. So we all do it in our own time. Now, so this is very important. This whole true thing is very important because it's what holds us and we're now at this place on the planet where we want to get rid of those things that the, the ropes that bind us we want to get rid of the the prisons that we built for ourselves much as built around so many truths that we come that we hold and we carry so The other thing about the, the solidified truth in the astral is that they're so powerful that it makes our truth, whatever it is, feel comfortable, correct, secure. The energy simply feels right to us. So if we believe in a punishing God, say, and I'm thinking most of you, I'm using that as an example because I, I think um, most of you uh, do not 
look at God in that way or the divine in that way. But let's just say we do believe in a punishing God. That's where we are. That's, that's what we were brought up with. Well, because of the big astral truth of the solidified truth of the punishing God, we feel the energy and it feels right to us. We resonate with it because we have that astral energy right there. We're moving through it all day long every day. And if we carry those magnets in our own energetic world, it's going to draw in that comforting feeling, that validation that our belief system is correct. Now, the higher selves always encourage every individual to pursue any path they desire to pursue, and they never promote the idea that what they say is the be-all, end-all. You know that. Nor do they ever promote that we try to sway individuals at any level from, from whatever path they're on at any point in time. It's important that each individual explore their own truth to see how they feel about things and how, or what they don't feel. So this is our journey, guys. It's the journey of each individual, and we're all snowflakes. We're all doing it in our own way, in our own time. And if we change our mind about some truth or truth that we're, we've been holding for whatever amount of time, this process is going to enable us to be really certain. It's going to allow us time to really look at it, really question. And we're good at that, aren't we? We're good. We're good at looking at things. We're good at exploring. It's part of our innate nature. So as we go through the process of questioning and looking, yeah, we're going to feel anxious. Sometimes we're going to feel self-doubt. But over time, we're going to get to know at the heart level when we're ready to move on to a new truth, when, when a truth, whatever it may be, is no longer right for us. And we don't make the decision because somebody else told us to do so. If somebody else tells us, we're still not at the soul level ready to get past that truth. We're just holding it not in the heart. We're holding it at the mind level, the intellectual level, which is a good place to start. But that's not the place that's going to really get us to move out of that that truth, whatever has been holding us back. In this way, you know, each of our moves forward, it becomes very part of a firm foundation. And it's because of this that we don't go backward. Evolution is actually very orderly. It moves forward step by step by step. And it's a good thing. We have this long, intense process because we want to make sure we're absolutely firm on each step before we take the next step forward. There is no backsliding. There's perception, oh, I've taken one step forward and two step back, two steps back, but it's the it's the perspective perspective and viewpoint um, from the mind level reading through all of our energetic baggage and our our tunnel vision or whatever it is that we carry that is causing us to see it that way. Okay. Now, I'm also going to talk about the battle within. I couldn't bring all of this up without talking about the battle within, guys. Now, you've heard of that, haven't you? Whether you've heard about it or not, I'm going to explain it to you from the higher self. Okay, 
point of view. Now, with all types of frequency levels, there are layers. And the astroplane is absolutely the same. And I think I told you three weeks ago about the various layers of the astral and that the bottom layer is the densest. That's where the most negative thoughts are. And as you go up, it not only is dark, dark, dark at the bottom layer, but as you go up, it lightens up until you get to the top layer with the highest frequency of astral uh, energy. Now, the very bottom layer of the black astral is what the higher selves call the savage layer of the human community. This means um, that it carries most of the thought energy comes from the Stone Age mentality. Energy streams that are really more animal in nature than human in nature predominantly govern or live within this this layer. Um, You know, all the humanities evolve from the human uh, from the animal kingdom and the complete human nature takes many eons of time to come into full flower uh, within the human soul so when we move in the early days and I'm sure I've said this before when we move into the human kingdom first at first we are basically operating out of the animal nature it's one step above the animal nature we've had some processing before we moved into the human kingdom to uh, help us make the shift, but we still are carrying so much of the animal nature, and I don't want to, you know, it's not necessarily all bad, but there are some very, uh, the reality is that the consciousness is very um, dense. The, the concepts and the ideas that we have at that level are very limited. It's just we haven't been around long enough. It's not that it's bad, it's just that we haven't been around long enough. So, it is the savage astral levels that could be called, according to the higher selves, the quote-unquote legions of darkness that we read about or have heard about in modern-day scriptures. And they are the enemy, again in quotes, battling for the soul in this coming age of enlightenment. So, because they... (laughs) Okay, every soul has to deal with its thought forms and its beliefs because these are the ones being empowered by the astral energies. So the battle actually is within each individual because each person has to find his or her way through the misunderstandings, the solidified truths, the false realities, uh, the misinterpretations, whatever it is, the fears, in order to move into higher and higher frequencies of, of awareness. So... The, the battle is not about the massive, a massive planetary war with man against man. Of course, can there be wars? Of course. Yes, and there are wars. So I'm not saying there won't be wars, but according to the higher selves, the war is within. Because we have to come to terms with our own inner demons of the mind, our own uh, limited belief systems, whatever they are. Remember, we carry them from so many lives. It's not about what we believe now, because probably what many of you guys believe now is is not so, you know, it's pretty evolved. It, it Not evolved, but pretty high frequency. Um, 
and would not be a big battle. But we carry all the misunderstandings and all the boogeymen and all the, you know, the fears and the, the, the anxieties and the hurts and the, 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 the false beliefs or the limited truth, whatever, we carry those in. That's part of that energetic baggage we all carry. And that's what we have to come to terms with. That's what we have to deal with. These are the, the things that hold us stuck. They're empowered and entrenched by the astral. So we have a, actually a difficult road. But we come equipped, all of us come equipped with what we need in order to be successful. And what is that? I'm hoping this is a rhetorical question. I'm hoping each and every one of you know that it's the pure soul essence. This is the purest, most perfect, most potent point of power that we have. And all we have to do is become aware that we have it and how to activate it using the focus of attention. That is our right, and that's where we're all coming to. We have, we have all that we need to deal with those inner, that inner battle that the astral is so helpful making difficult for us, okay? But is this reason why I'm now including the astral in my healings? And that's what the higher selves have said. The more we work on the astral, the easier the battle within is because we are constantly reinforcing all of our energies, all those solidified truths that we carry within, all the things that want to keep us stuck and, and limited we are going to be neutralizing those and the astral. So we're both neutralizing our own stuff and the reservoir that constantly reinforces it. I mean, how about them apples? That's why you're getting the information on the astral. We're in a very important time on our planet right now. There are so many here that have come in to really win this battle and to help the humanities across the board globally to continue and to you know we're we're here to help one another and move forward and so the bottom line is we need to neutralize the weaker our magnets become it it lessens the the magnetic attraction energy that draws from the astral so we need to neutralize, neutralize, and neutralize some more guys. And as long as we have energy identities, we have those magnets. Now, we also need to neutralize the astral reservoir, as I said, and because that is, you know, not helping us. And again, this is why I'm doing this on the show, why I'm making the astral very much a part of it. And because it is something that keeps us stuck, as we go forward and as we neutralize more and more of the astral, there are going to be shifts around the planet. There are going to be global shifts in things. How it's going to play out, I don't know. But when you remove that energy, people can move through and move into their higher, higher levels of understanding, higher levels of, of truth, and grow and expand the awareness and the consciousness and you're going to find um, you're going to find changes on the planet. It's it's going to be hard to necessarily recognize them because 
I can't say, oh, well, there'll be a change here and there'll be a change there, and the, you know. But I think every once in a while you'll see a news show or you'll see, you'll see uh, an article on the Internet or whatever, and you're going to go, hmm, I wonder. That's pretty amazing that that came in. Now, we've gone through a lot of expansion around truth. And as you know, next week I'm going to be doing... Uh, the discrimination against sexual orientation, and we've seen a huge shift with the shift in the Supreme Court saying it's okay to marry, you know, marry across, you know, even though it's the same sex and all of that. So we're already seeing shifts, and we're just going to move it forward even faster. We're going to expand it. We're going to enhance it and, you know, be the wind at the back of change, okay? We're going to help... all of humanities, to move uh, forward. Now, their movement forward may not be our movement forward. It's not about judging, oh, well, they're just not moving forward very fast, and they, you know, they're not getting it. This is not what I'm saying, is that any movement forward, no matter what level anybody is on it, in the awareness level, any movement forward is positive for the planet and positive for everybody. And so that's the goal, not to get it to be exactly like what we believe or what somebody else believes or what the masses believe. It's about helping each individual in their own journey. And as each individual moves forward, it's, it's as if it's a, a, you know, speeding up the flow of all the humanities on the planet itself. It's really helpful and exciting. Those of you who've experienced race discrim- racial discrimination or perhaps feel racial discrimination, it's no shame if you feel it. We all carry those energies from other lives where we were discriminating. That's the whole society's cultures were based on racial discrimination. So if you feel it or twinges of it or you've experienced it in your childhood or whatever, you know, there is no shame. And I'm hoping and assuming that the higher selves are going to work on both sides again in racial discrimination because it's terrible to feel that way and it's terrible to experience it. It's both sides we don't want to feel. We don't want to carry. We want to get both sides. To quiet your mind, find a comfortable place. Again, I recommend that you shut your eyes simply because it really enables us to use that focus of attention. And I would just ask... Okay, the higher selves have already brought into place. How quick is this? Now, was this our third time? Maybe it's the fourth, where this symbol is now of the planet. I see the whole planet in the center of the now moment, and every single person on the planet, and it's past, present, and future. It's a ridiculous symbol because it's so enormous I am having a hard time I'm trying to make it small in my mind but right now I want everyone to focus on the now moment and the now moment is moving to encompass the totality of the planet I'm no longer seeing the listeners past present and future standing around the the equator it's now we're part of the We're part of the whole, okay? So we're not being separate. And I like the fact that there is no separation now because race, specifically, religion too, and of course sexual orientation, they have been separators. 
And I think the image now is shifting because now we are not, I'm not seeing the symbol as we're separate in any way. We are part of the whole of the totality of the humanities on the earth. It's just, it's a wonderful feeling. It's this feeling of equality. It's a feeling as of support and of wholeness that I'm getting from the symbol itself. It is totally encompassed, as I said, with the, uh, by the by the now moment, including the astral, the astral is included, so the now moment is humongous, and of course we're now expanding that to encompass the totality of the past, present, and future nows, and that is I'm just getting the indication it is happening. I am not even trying to see the I'm not even trying to see if I can take it in visually, um, but it is very expanded and right at the center is this beautiful beautiful symbol of the planet with us being a part of the humanities it is a very cohesive very supportive very loving sense that i have which brings joy to my heart as i'm sure it will to all of you and we are standing within on the planet and within the astral the astral is surrounding all of us and now I want us to focus on that pure soul essence. And what I saw immediately was a symbolic sun moving into the center or being part of the center of the earth. So that's sig- significant. This is um, the, the pure soul essence of the planet itself. But the higher cells very nicely pointed out to me this beautiful sun. And you know, the size is a little bit inverse. The sun is now smaller than the earth because it's held within symbolically, but it's still huge within the earth. And that sun, oh, it's as if all of our pure soul essences are active and we are connected to the pure soul essence within the planet earth and to each other. It is incredible. I'm seeing this interweaving of connection, of equality, of uh, support and, you know, beauty. I mean, I'm just seeing all of this in the, in the brilliant symbol of the connecting pure soul essence of each and every soul on the planet and the, and the earth and its past, present, and future souls, which is also amazing. But I have to remind you about that because that is definitely here as well. Um, wow, I, I just, you know, I could just sort of look at what I'm seeing for a minute or two, but, you know, I'm on the show, so I'm not going to. But anyway, um, guys, this is really beautiful. So the next thing I want to do is is call on and activate the conglomerate higher self energy, excuse me. <coughs> a sec. And that came in. It was so enormous and so powerful. I can't describe that either. But just say it's just another intensely beautiful. It also comes from the divine level. We also have to invite in the higher selves. And they're moving in through and around the totality of this earth. And this enables me to tune in when I'm doing the healing to get the conglomerate threads that we need to be working on. 
for the humanities and for the astral. Now, something else just came to me. I'm jumping ahead, but I'm really feeling the connection with the past humanities with that darkest layer of the astral. And so we're going to be healing both the original, uh, on this planet, the, some of the very you know primitive, uh, and that word primitive has negative connotations, but early humans that are, are very much a part of, have fed the, the savage darkest level of the astral, both of them are going to be healed. We're going to be working on both. Whoa, guys, this is fantastic. So, okay. So anyway, we're now bringing in the higher self energy, and this is again lead, going to lead me to where we need to go. And I'm also going to call in the originating source of all there is and have it fully engro- uh, uh, encompass the totality of this energy field of the forever now moment and all that it is and is becoming. Because as you probably remember from a while back, I explained that the future nows are on an in a dynamic becoming moment to moment. So the forever now moment is always growing. It never is a static place. It is always growing and becoming because the future nows are always unfolding. Okay, so so now we've been encompassed with the originating source of all there is, and it's just a very beautiful sight. And now the higher selves are literally going to have us begin to work on neutralizing the um, the more uh, early part of our human development. The prim- you know primitive is not a good word. It sounds very um, it just doesn't sound good. So um, I don't know what else to use. But the early uh, onset of humanity, where we had limited concepts, and so it's not only healing the the past humanities on the planet it's healing all of that because we've all experienced that ourselves it doesn't we're not there now but we've been there i doubt on this planet i'm pretty sure most most of the people on the planet now were not here with the early humans some of course would have been but in any case um the we, we're, we're healing so many levels all at once, and I want all of us that are listening to actively t- begin the release process and um, to send out all those early concepts, those early misunderstandings, those early, uh, more animal in nature kind of ideas. And while we're doing that, the light that we've created, including that from the planet Earth, is going to be moving simultaneously into the astral and neutralizing those astral energies that we're talking about. And I want to remove, I want us to let go all savagery, the the anger, the uh, the difficulties communicating, the difficult living, because it'd be difficult living, hatred. There's a lot of hatred here. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of ownership there's a lot of territorial kind of instincts there's a lot of um you know uh fighting for survival a lot of conflict a lot of very very intense things that you might think of in the early days Uh, a lot of suffering a lot of um you know feeling injustice a lot of because there was so limited uh understanding there would be limited um 
you know, there'd be feelings of blame and anger at other people, other situations, at the planet, at the gods, at other villages, whatever. So there's a lot of this battle going on, a lot of conflict, and it is really, 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 really big part of what we carry deep inside. It's what the early humanities are letting go of and what we are clearing in the astral. The wars, the conflict, the hatred, the bias, the prejudice. And this is where we begin to see race and the however it was defined in the early early days of evolution I don't know I don't know enough but I want us all to let go of the idea that when somebody looks different if the skin is different if the facial expressions are different if the hair is different whatever may be different about the physical body that we release all of our fear because there's a lot of fear here fear of someone or peoples that don't look like us. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of trepidation. There's a lot of, oh my gosh, and you can imagine there have been a lot of societies where two races would meet, two cultures would meet, two societies would meet, and one would be more advanced in the weaponry. So some of the fear might come into play because they might associate how those people looked with the weapons they carried or the, the, the fact that they were killed off or taken as slaves or whatever. So a lot, there, there would have been in those old, olden days some perhaps logical but limited basis, I mean limited in, in concept, but still some logical basis for why peoples were afraid of each other based on what they looked like. They may not have even had the term race. They just knew it was different. They felt threatened. They were, um, they might take my territory. They might take my family as slaves. They might kill us. They might, might not take our territory, but if they take all of our animals and kill, you know, hunt and kill, kill all the animals that we've been surviving on, our territory won't have that. They block our water, take our water from us. Whatever it is, there are so many things that were somewhat of a basis in those very hard days of just trying to survive. And so we want to release all of those, those belief systems, all of those fears, all of those misunderstandings, all of those limitations based on what somebody looks like. And I'm just seeing an enormous amount of stuff being released. Do we have this basis on what people looks like today? Not even just in the race thing, but sure, it's all over, you know. And the definition of beauty, uh, female beauty, for example, has changed over the eons many, many times, will continue to change. But we do a lot based on what people look like. Are men tall or are they short? Are women shapely? Are they uh, athletic? Are they dainty? Whatever. We all have 
and have in almost, I'm sure, in almost every culture, have some definitions of beauty based on the outward look of the person. And I want all of us to let that go. You might, we all might know intellectually you can't judge a book by its cover. We might know like intellectually there's going to be more to a person than just how they look. Oh, there's a little bit of noise outside. I'm sorry, guys. Hopefully it will pass. Um, but I want everyone just to release all the tendency, all the, the knee-jerk reactions, all the misunderstandings, all the belief systems, everything that is based on how someone looks in the external body. Do they look strong or weak? Do, are they young or old? You know, let's release all the bias, all the preconceptions that we carry from every single culture. If someone looks old in some cultures, that would be reason to give that person respect. Some people look old in other cultures, and that's a reason for them to say, you know, it's time for you to walk off into the wilderness and let yourself die, because if you don't do that, we're not going to be able to feed you, feed you and the kids, and you have to, you have to sacrifice for us. And that's what happened in the very early days of the Eskimos. The elder parents were left because they could no longer hunt and be active members of the society. And so they would have to take themselves off and, and die. So every society, guys, through that we've been in has some definition, some beliefs, many beliefs, many attitudes, many perspectives, many viewpoints, many emotions based on what somebody else looks like and based on what they look like. If you're part of a society where what you look like is considered negative, you're going to take on that negative bent yourself. So let's release all of that, guys. Not only do we want to judge others based on their looks, but we also want to let go of judging ourselves based on those looks and having others judge us on those looks. We don't want either side of the coin. We want to let go of all of that because underneath we all have human DNA. We all have the pure soul essence. We are all one race now. There is no need to do any judging based on color, based on look, based on something superficial. And you all know that. I'm talking to the choir, but it is really important that we, we use that knowledge and we become actively involved in releasing all of those predilections, those uh, automatic assumptions, those knee-jerk reactions, those biases, and known and unknown, because we don't know what we had in those other cultures, other societies, those other eons of life, eons of life. We don't know. And there have been many, many incidences where different races have come together in, in space. You know, the, the Europeans and the, the American Indians, the, the, the more, the, you know, all over the world as we've expanded, there's been intermingling of different races and different cultures and different times. And so this is part of the human journey. It's part of the human condition, and we want to get rid of the shock, 
think of the shock if we've lived a very sheltered life in some life and suddenly some new culture, race, society moves into where we live and we look at them and they look so different. That's our first visual, our first experience is just to see them. And if our lives have been really sheltered, we might react with shock and fear. (laughs) They're alien even. Of course, they may not even have the concept of alien back then. But we want to just release all that initial shock, all the initial fear, all the... And then the if something didn't go well between the two peoples, that all the pain and the suffering and all of that be released. Okay, so what's happening is there is gigantic release going on around the world. And at the same time, the light is... Those astral workers I mentioned in three weeks ago, whenever it was, they are um, help directing the light into that savage level of the very first level of the astral. And it is becoming lighter and lighter and lighter. And it is really helping in so many ways you have no idea. And one of the ways is the way that I'm not choosing to talk about. It's coming up again. Okay, higher selves. Um, but it's still uh, good to know that it's a reminder for down the line. In any case, so there is just a tremendous amount of help going to that bottom level. And I, from the bottom of my heart, want to thank you all for being part of this radio show because this is massive. There is really a huge amount of help going out. Not only are the humanities releasing a lot of these predispositions, these biases, these prejudices, the fears and all of that that about race and just looking different. There is just this tremendous amount of being released and being neutralized. But the astral, that lower darkest level that is, you know, those quote-unquote legions of darkness that feed the, the things that are make our battle within, our dealing with our own inner issues, our own inner beliefs, make it so difficult. And so this is, we're getting a tremendous amount of help here. If we do nothing else today, we are doing good. This is great, guys. And I'm just, I'm just watching it. It's a beautiful sight. Um, the, the planet is just absolutely beaming out this huge amount of light from you know, that, its own pure soul essence, sun, symbolic sun. And all of us are just chipping in and becoming one with this huge amount of light that's going out on. And, and we've, we're taking active participation and letting go of all these old, very ancient things that we carry. I'm just so glad. I've never worked on this ever before this early days of man kind of thing i've never you guys know if you listen to my shows and so i'm just this is such an opportunity and i'm so thrilled to to be doing this because we do all carry it we've been in all sorts of these kind of societies where things were very prim- very there's that word again very limited in nature and there was a lot of ruling by emotion, very little even, you know, higher 
intellect. It was just ruling by emotion, um, the survival of the fittest, man against man kind of thing. And so that all that conflict is we carry it and we want to let it go and we're neutralizing the astral where we've we and all of us and you know if we were on the planet and certainly all the all of the humanities past present and future on this planet are releasing that stuff it's just a huge thing ah oh. I have to say, there is a lot of pain here because man against man, all the conflict, all the war, all the survival has been a very painful journey. A lot of very uh, violent, a lot of violence, a lot of violence. Sometimes we tend to idolize the more tribal societies or, you know, that kind of thing. But back in those early days, there it wasn't pretty. Just so much violence. You know, the whole ideas of not striking a woman, for example, or a child, that wasn't part of the societies. There was violence within families, man against man, in the, everywhere. A lot of abuse, a lot of violence, and a lot of pain for us. And I want all of that violence and all of that pain to be released. Violence toward us and violence toward others. We would have both because we didn't have the higher concepts back then. We didn't know better. It was man against man much of the time. So we want to release and let go of all of this stuff. And again, we're doing a lot of good. I feel this very big, you know, it seems like almost a draining off, but a lot of that violence is being uh, removed from the, the lower levels of the astral. It feels like even not just the bottom level, but even some of the, the levels above it, because violence is still a part of our society. So violence, when I said violence, I saw even more being uh, brought into the light, so to speak. It's very, very good. It's very, very powerful. And we're letting go a lot of that pain and suffering. We don't need to hold on to that anymore. And we don't need to hold on to any guilt or shame. Okay? We all coped and did the best we could. We grew up in societies. We learned from the people around us. This is... Did we take on guilt and shame over these lives? Of course we did. Of course we did. We also took on a lot of judgment against fellow man, against ourselves. So I want all of that to be let go, all the blame. And because specifically we're working on race again, I want to have everyone let go of whatever we're carrying, known and unknown, direct or indirect, to the idea that because someone looks different, they are something to be feared or judged or blamed or discriminated against or pushed away, pushed aside, pushed out, killed off. 
that they're threatening, that they're alien, that they're going to hurt us. All of that. I want all of that to be released. We want to release, again, as much as we can related to how people look at the external physically, look at, you know, in the physical body, the color of the skin, the, the kind of hair, the size and shape, all of that, anything that could be defined racially and beyond. We want all of that to be released. And I'm feeling a lot of clearing. This is really good. There's a lot of clearing here. We don't want to lock into this. And sometimes because we've carried it for so long, it just happens. We have knee-jerk reactions. We don't want those knee-jerk reactions. We want to let go of all of the, the, the automatic pilots, all the energies that hook us in to judging or being judged. We don't want any of those either side. We want to be able to be who we are and everyone else to simply exist and be who they are and be part of this global energy connection that we have going here in this healing. That's the hope. That's the goal. That's what we're moving toward. A global connection, a global humanity of equal, equal. We're globally equal and we perceive each other as equal. Well, the higher selves are being very, very understanding now and I see what they're doing is they're now putting that very gentle, soft, so beautiful, light, 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 aqua, bluey kind of light around all of us. I can't see individual. Um, there's so many souls here. I'm seeing it just literally as one. And so this cocoon energy is literally encasing each and every one of us. And I'm seeing it as one, but it would be individual around each of us and, um, and around the, the planet Earth as well. The forever now moment is closing and I'm just getting sort of this final vision of an incredible shift in the astral. It is very, very uh, exciting and very um, hopeful. It's going to help all of the humanities around the globe to do the unfolding and the moving up their individual step-by-step awareness, their journey toward awareness step-by-step Um, and allowing us each to move more efficiently um, and move into higher levels. And every step forward, no matter what level anybody is coming from or going to, is going to help every other person. And so it's as if we're wind at each other's backs. We're all now together in this journey, moving forward, helping one another open and expand and understand and um, move forward and I really get a sense of peace I'm activating divine love divine understanding divine forgiveness divine clarity of vision and expanded perception 
and balance and harmony, divine balance and harmony. And we're going to bring in the humanities on this beautiful planet of ours. We're bringing in all of the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Humanity is, is absolutely beautiful. And we're bringing in the divine beauty, the divine vision, the divine um, understanding. And divine forgiveness, divine, I don't remember if I said that before, but I want to bring in the divine forgiveness. And if I brought it in before, no worries. We're just going to bring some more in, tap into that endless resource that we have. We want people to forgive themselves and one another, to allow the perpetrating of discrimination, bias, um, hurt based on race to literally dissolve okay wow and with that I'm just that was really great guys again I can't thank you more I can't thank you enough I'm getting to be sort of a broken record I think I'm sorry about that but it really is so amazing to me how these sessions are expanding and I know it's because we're all in this together and we've made a commitment we're even if you're not listening every week, if you're listening to the radio show, maybe you found your favorite show and you're listening to that over and over again because it speaks to you of something you really want to heal, you're still committed. You're still part of the group. <laughs> and there are people who haven't come in yet that are part of the group. It, and they, the higher selves are, it's, it's just amazing what they're doing and how they're leading us. It's really cool. So, yeah, I may be seeming like a broken record, but... It's just mind-boggling to me how so many new things are opening up almost every week. And so, thank you. Now, again, this is the second pre-taped show. There will be one more pre-taped show that will be on the, what did I say, the 26th, I think, of August. And then I will return for a live show on that first week of September. Um, And any case, until then, feel free to email me, Janet at JanetRichmond.com or Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com. Either one will get to me, and I will respond. Maybe you guys can give some feedback. One way or another, it doesn't matter. You, you, you know, you can call me crazy. You can call me silly. You can call me, you know, brilliant. I, it doesn't matter what you say. I would love to get some feedback. And even though, I, I mean, I will answer you fairly quickly, but it won't come out on the show for the other listeners for, you know, until I get back. But I invite everyone to write whatever they might feel or experience from these shows, uh, good, bad, or indifferent. Again, it isn't a matter of believing. It isn't a matter of everybody agreeing with me. Uh, It's food for thought. And there may be things that you have been thinking about you'd like to share or some sort of related topical healing request. Maybe you uh, have some issues with 
race one way one direction or another you want to get a healing on um whatever it may be everything is okay there isn't any right and wrong here you can't do anything silly stupid or unwanted okay so with that i'm going to say goodbye for today and i uh, wish you a wonderful week and i will be back on a pre-tape show next week okay guys bye-bye Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.